Good luck. Today we're going to talk about the flu, a shot, uh, and then around a half past after the hour we'll have the, our pharmacist, Dr. Joe, on to uh, talk about uh, polypharmacy. And of course every week you are joined by Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan co-hosting this show now. So this show has been on for over three and a half years, ladies and gentlemen. There's over 240 uh, podcasts available for you to listen too, and uh, we hope you are enjoying us. You can reach us at docronradio at gmail.com, docronradio at gmail.com, and our Facebook page is Dr. Ron, Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a busy week for the Repesy family. My father had a 100 year birthday uh, this past uh, Sunday, celebrated Saturday night with a nice gathering. Dr. Dan was there. And our daughter and grandson came in from uh, Spain to join their uh, grandfather and great-grandfather for a nice celebration of his 100 years on this face of this earth. So thank you, uh, everybody, for uh, the cards and letters and great uh, just words uh, that they spoke to Pop about. Ladies and gentlemen, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And I guess I should report that Southwest Florida is recovering from Hurricane Irma. Uh, This is the first time I've had Internet service uh, since the hurricane. And uh, we still have to pray uh, and be cognizant of our friends in Puerto Rico uh, because they have no electricity and none in sight. So uh, that's pretty bad down there. They started out with a bad infrastructure to begin with, and the hurricane put the icing on that cake, so to speak. Well, I see Dr. Dan is with us. Good afternoon, Dr. Dan. Good afternoon, Dr. Ron. Dr. Jerry there? Good afternoon. He's busy. Okay, and uh, let me tell you, that was one of the most phenomenal parties I have ever been to in my life for your father. 
Well, and it was so wonderful. Much. And he was wonderful. And he gets around better than I do. <laughs> well, he he's doesn't amazing. use a walker like you do, that's for sure. He's he's a, he's an amazing man. And uh, all, all I got to say is he's my pop, too. Okay? Well, that's great. And that's the way we God feel bless about him. you, Dan. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was Dr. Dan, lifelong friend. Actually, we went to medical school together. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about the flu today, but uh, I have to bring up a subject because it's not making the news any other place. And uh, I have to talk to you about something called gadolinium. Uh, It's just a vital warning for you because you're not seeing it, you're not hearing it. And before we get on with the flu, I have to just give you an idea of what this is all about. Gadolinium-based contrast agents are used in MRIs. Ladies and gentlemen, they pose a serious risk to all those who are injected with them. And once this this heavy metal is inside of you, it doesn't leave anytime soon. You won't. You would think something as important as this would be the subject of numerous mainstream media reports, but I don't. I don't see it unless I'm not right, listening to the right stations. So so far, however, it's only been making the headlines in a journal called The Lancet and some other medical journals. And you know, I know most of the patients don't don't get their hands on that. Yet the risk of exposure to a gadolinium-based contrast dye is so severe beyond any notice that may appear on the box, that you need to know about it well before any doctor sends you off for an MRI. So here's what you need to know. Last month, the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration Advisory Committee, spent the afternoon with experts, industry representatives, and patients deciding in a 13-to-1 vote that gadolinium agents should come with a warning label that states that the chemical may be retained, quote, in certain organs, including the brain, unquote. In fact, that's not the entire story. We know that it can end up not only in your brain, but also in your bones and your skin. Even more frightening, clinical biopsies have found gadolinium residues in brain tumors. And no matter what your doctor or your radiologist tells you, everyone who has a gadolinium-based contrast agent GBCA, to be short, injected into them will retain some of it. That may not be what you've been told. Originally, we were assured that the only ones at risk were patients whose kidneys were failing because they would not be able to excrete all of the dye. But as you have read and as you have heard, or maybe you haven't read, but you've heard it here, it turns out that your kidneys can be in perfect shape but the gadolinium agents can still harm you. Also present at this FDA meeting were two experts who founded the Lighthouse Project. Lighthouse is one word, Lighthouse Project. They support group and information website for people suffering from gadolinium toxicity. As they told the FDA committee and as they've noted in their website, these dyes can also result in a list of symptoms that include pain, changes in skin, twitching, eye problems, hair loss, and balance difficulties, gadolinium contrast agents. But those aren't the only things that patients getting an MRI or using one of these agents need to worry about. There's also, ladies and gentlemen, a horrific skin disease called nephrogenic system fibrosis. What is that? That's a condition that can make your skin and joints feel and look like wood. 
okay? And that's very real for anyone with kidney problems. There's no doubt that gadolinium is toxic, but it is important to note that the committee's decision to slap a warning label on the packaging for these agents was not unanimous. There was someone that said nay. It actually came from an expert in the field who voted against it because she said, I'm going to quote, people need to know, unquote, and what was being proposed not only wasn't strong enough, but patients would never even see it. So she wanted even more of a warning. Exactly, ladies and gentlemen. They're acting as though we're talking about a bottle of wine when you're about to that you, you, know, you get at a restaurant. But when was the last time a nurse or a doctor presented you with the packaging for any injection you were about to have coursing through your veins? Just doesn't happen. Uh, we'll, we'll get Dr. Dan's take on that. In stark Never. contrast, you're right. In stark contrast, ladies and gentlemen, the European health authorities confirmed over the summer that they will be banning the use of three brands, brands of gadolinium due to health risks. And if you're wondering why the FDA hasn't proposed something similar, that's a good question. One a lot of people would like to have an answer to, including me, including Dr. Dan. Obviously, you you can't wait for the FDA to do something. You have to act, as the European regulators did. So once again, you've got to take matters in your own hands. You are the CEO of your health. Number one, make sure an MRI is really necessary for your situation or that of a loved one. Sometimes, you know, doctors prescribe these tests just to avoid being sued. Number two, if it turns out that you really do need it, find out if the MRI will involve a gadolinium contrast agent. Uh, they may tell you another word is enhanced MRI. And number three, if you are told it will be enhanced, follow the advice of different panel members, including the esteemed Dr. Alan Spreen. Adamantly refuse it. So remember, you can get an MRI without these dyes, which are only used for the convenience of the doctors and a convenience that comes with a very dear cost. So, uh, Dr. Daniel, you, you had experience and have turned down gadolinium, have you not? Yes, I had some MRIs done, and um, each time... I was offered, oh, we have to do it with gadolinium. I said, no, you don't. And you're not doing it with gadolinium. Because I'm not taking it. And I I made the choice. And guess what? They came up with the results that we were looking for. Exactly. Without gadolinium. Yep. Now, I wonder how much difference it really would have made. It probably wouldn't have made any. But I would not have that in my system. No way. So I won the battle. Yep, you did. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's why we're telling you, you have to take control of your health care decisions, you know, and uh, by and large, I think people are doing this more because the experts are not following the science. And just remember, every year in the United States, the medical system kills 225,000 people and maims millions more. Okay, and that's from... An article that was written in the Journal of the American Medical Association, is the U.S. really the best in the world as far as health goes? So we are not the healthiest, ladies and gentlemen. 
All right, let's talk a little bit about the flu. I just wanted to get that gadolinium story out, Dr. Dan, because I, I don't see it in the papers, USA Today, Wall Street Journal. I don't see it on the news. And yet, uh, you know, everybody's taking it for granted. Oh, well, I'm going to get an enhanced MRI. It's going to show up better. Well, it may show up in a brain tumor. It may make you stiff. It may give you kidney disease. It's pretty serious, ladies and gentlemen. It's never It's never mentioned until you get to the... MRI uh, place, whatever whatever the name of the place would 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 be. Uh, we want to do this, center. and then you have to decide what you're going to do. Yeah. If you're going to well, have it, you're you, not going to. And well, I, now you have and, so, you have something to work with. Right, exactly. You have something to work with yourself. Don't be afraid to tell the doctors or the radiologist what you feel, and know before you go in what you want and what is the proper thing to do and what's safe for you. That's all, all right, I have to say about I have about some that. articles, Dr. Dan. I want to just, I wrote some things up on the flu. As you can imagine, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a busy week for your host uh, to uh, getting ready for this program. But I did promise you to talk about the flu, and that's what we're going to do. And one of the best kept secrets in medicine, another secret, like gadolinium, one, your local health department, the CDC, and even your own doctor. They won't be telling you about this. What is it? As we head into what's called the flu shot season, you'll be told again and again and again and again, go get your flu vaccine, just as you were told last year, the year before, and every year before that. We'll be hearing that because the flu is a shape shifter that comes in different form each season. I mean, the, the flu changes every year. We all need the latest and greatest shot to protect ourselves. But two years ago, there was some strong evidence that emerged showing that people who roll up their sleeves for the shot every year actually wind up being the least protected. And Dr. Susan Humphreys uh, just did a video on that. You probably can find it on YouTube. And she is a vaccine expert and a nephrologist. And she said the first year, you know, your T cells are, they, they do produce antibodies. But after that, they produce less and less and less protection for you. So now, a new study out on pregnant women and the flu vaccine just confirmed those findings. But uh, let me say, don't expect the feds at the Flu Shot Central, in other words, known as CDC, to spill the beans. That's a sacred cow to them, ladies and gentlemen. It seems that health officials have studied their lines so well that even when clear information emerges and smacks them right in the face, they can't stop babbling about how important it is to get your annual flu jab. I'll talk more about that afterwards, even about the American Academy of Family Physicians. They actually have a script for their, for, for their doctors and their nurses. Several years ago, researchers from the Marshfield Clinic Research Foundation discovered to their absolute shock that kids who had received a flu vaccine every year were much more likely to come down with the flu. Plus, the epidemiologist, easy for me to say, right, who released those findings, (laughs) Dr. Edward Bologna, said the vaccine was significantly more effective if, in fact, that person hadn't received the flu shot at all in the five years prior. 
So the first time you ever get a flu shot, if you go for five or so years without getting one, you will get some protection. Well, that's only for last year's viruses. But wait a minute. Is that a treasonous statement, Dr. Dan? The flu shot? No, because... Especially the idea that getting it year after year is mandatory? That's a, the CDC. That's their sacred cow. You know, it wouldn't be surprised me if a bunch of men time, in black suits head off to doctor's office and uh, and uh, read him the riot act. But seriously, ladies and gentlemen, those findings present quite a perplexing challenge to health officials who spend the entire year waiting in the bushes to jump out and hit us over the head about getting a flu shot when fall arrives. So what did they do about this little problem? Well, basically, they dropped it like a hot potato. It would be, quote, unethical, unquote, report said, to prevent people in the United States from getting their annual flu shot. Unethical in spite of the fact that they, there's, there's science, science that shows the more you get it, the less effective it is. God, are you, are you kidding me, ladies and gentlemen? What's unethical is the very way this shot is promoted every year. And when it doesn't work so well, we're told that it's really hard to come up with a good virus match, right? Yeah, we didn't get the same viruses. But still, get the flu shot. Also, officials almost totally ignore the fact that there are more settlements out of federal. Remember we talked about that, this vaccine court in past shows. There are more mm-hmm. settlements from this court for flu shot injuries than any other vaccine. The horrific side effect called, called Guillain-Barre syndrome, where your immune right. system goes on an attack and it can paralyze your entire body. Well, that stunning research has pretty much been tucked away. I don't think anybody, have you heard that? When you go to Walgreens for your flu shot, did they tell you that it could, that it could cause Guillain-Barre syndrome? They put no, they the give bottom. you money to buy more stuff in the store. Yeah, they, 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 they put that in the sock drawer, Dr. Dan. Right. And now we have a study out of Ohio State University's Wexner Medical School. They decided to do a study on expectant mothers and the flu shot. And bingo, Dr. Dan, the results published in the journal Vaccine show that moms who had received a shot the previous year had weakened antibody responses after being given one the following year. In other words, they discovered the same reaction. You keep getting them and and you get less antibody responses. Exactly why this lowered antibody response is happening is being called a mystery. We aren't going to even attempt to solve it in the United States. Look, it's been obvious for some time now that this shot is a very risky, ineffective way to try and dodge the flu. And that was true even before they started publishing this research. The best defense is steering to stay clear of the flu is to keep your immune system in tip-top shape. I'm going to, Dr. Smith, when he gets here, will give you more about that, but you can load up on probiotics and zinc Take your vitamin D. Make sure your vitamin D level is, is, is up to normal. And include good foods in your diet like coconut oil because it is high in lauric, L-A-U-R-I-C, lauric acid. And lauric acid is antibacterial and antiviral. And even put, get some local raw honey, not any raw honey, raw honey that comes from your area because it's, it has an amazing amount of antioxidants. So... Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this, this flu, just this, these flu shots, I see them on every corner here in southwest Florida. It just drives me crazy. Uh, Dr. Dan, I have a report here from 2013 from the Department of Justice Vaccine Court. Okay. 
Let's just talk about this because this covered a period from August 16, 2013 to November 15, 2013. So what is that? August, September, October, November. Three months, right? Right. 139 claims were settled during that period with 70 70 of them being compensated. So 50% of the claims filed for vaccine damages were compensated during that three-month period. And once again, as I said previously, the greatest percentage of damages compensated were for the influenza vaccine, and most of them were for the Guillain-Barre syndrome. Yet, do we hear any of this uh, on these ads that come get your flu shot? I don't hear them. Do you hear them, Dr. Dan? No. And Guillain-Barre is serious. When you get paralyzed, you can't move. I mean, what do you do? It's like having MS or something like that. And, or polio. And it can be Sometimes it passes, sometimes it doesn't. So what do you do? You have to be careful. Injuries and deaths due to flu vaccine were compensated more than the total compensation paid out to 11 other vaccines. Yet, if you look at the top selling vaccines on the market, the top flu vaccine is only number five. It's being outsold by Prevnar, Gardasil, Penta, HIB, and Infatrix, or pediatrics, it's just pediatric uh, shots. So when you receive your routine, I'll put that in quotes, annual flu shot, are you aware of the statistics that I just told you? They're on the CDC website. And this is just for a three-month period in 2013. Three-month period. 77 cases settled for compensation resulting in injury or death due to vaccines, 50 of those from the flu shot. Clearly, the flu vaccine is is a dangerous vaccine, in my opinion. But the fact is not mentioned in any mainstream media that I'm aware of, and I'll ask the, and I don't think it's going to be reported by your doctor either. He's just going to say, oh, you need a, your annual flu vaccine. Um, so I, I just yep. I just don't know where, where to go with that, uh, Dr. Dan. You have to watch out for the the mercury that, that's uh, still still in flu vaccine. Oh, absolutely. For some reason, they haven't taken the uh, thimerosal out. Nor the formaldehyde, and, uh, nor the nor the aluminum. A Floria CSL, Flulaval, Fluverin, Fluzone. That doesn't sound too good to me to have those in your body. I'd be very, very careful. I don't want any mercury in my body at all if I can help it. Because it can cause a lot of damage. It can cause ADD, ADHD, the same thing, basically. Autism, we don't know for sure. But who wants to take the chance? Think about it before you get a flu shot. All right. So, look, especially if you're over 65, maybe you're you're going to be told (laughs) to get the flu zone. You ever heard that flu zone high-dose shot? But what you're not going to hear has been linked to adverse effects like low platelet counts, enlarged lymph nodes, allergic reactions, and that crippling and dangerous disorder we just talked about, Guillain-Barre syndrome. Okay? Like Dr. Dan said, it contains embalming fluid, formaldehyde. It contains other things I can't even pronounce. Okay? Now, I'll tell you something because uh, out of the Cardiology Institute of Cardiology in Rome, 
Six years ago, they found the flu vaccine can up your risk of a blood clot and cause heart-damaging inflammatory cardiovascular disease. That's out of the Institute of Cardiology in Rome. And another danger for seniors, Dr. Dan, is the flu vaccine from Novartis called Fluad, which was introduced a couple years ago. It contains a dangerous ingredient, something used to up your immune response, and that's called squalene, and they call it mm-hmm. MF-59. And that was tested on untold numbers of, of our soldiers during the first Gulf War and has been linked to the Gulf War syndrome. You know, that, that's a disabling condition that still affects many of our vets. So this, these, there's a lot of ingredients that uh, they put in these to stimulate your immune system, and they're killing us. So, uh, Dr. Dan, any, any, any uh, comment on that? Uh, yes, uh, when I practiced, I never took a flu shot. <laughs> I gave them, and I never got the why, flu. Why don't you tell them about the physician you just visited? They asked you when you asked uh, if you took a flu shot. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the physician that I just visited today, uh, I, I asked him, and he's a uh, dermatological plastic surgeon, and I asked him, I said, uh, how many flu shots did you take? He said, I never took a flu shot except I did I did forget this, Ron. He said one time I took the flu shot and I got the flu. <laughs> How do you like that? So he said no more flu shots for him. Now personally, every time my wife took a flu shot and I went to the hospital and I got the flu shot, I thought with no mercury in them, personally, my wife would would get sick. And one time I got a paralysis on the right side of my face, like a excuse me, left side of my face, like a Bell's palsy. And my intern is back in Pennsylvania. That was about ten years ago. Said neither of you are to have flu shots again, not my wife or me. So we don't take them for sure. Well, ladies There's and gentlemen, my I agree with you. Uh, you know, there has been some uh, reports now, especially. Uh, uh, in, in in journals, and the headline of one is flu vaccination during early preg- pregnancy linked to nearly an eight-fold risk of miscarriage. Eight-fold right. risk of miscarriage. You know, and, and how many pregnant women have been told, get your flu shot, get your vaccination? But there's no studies to back it up, ladies and gentlemen. In 2009, reports of miscarriage following uh, the pandemic swine flu started emerging, and now the study found that women who have received that, that flu vaccine two years in a row were more likely to suffer a miscarriage within the following 28 days. So you're going to give, have your wife or your, your loved one get a vaccine that can cause a miscarriage? I don't think so. I mean, I'm going to just put the va- the, uh, the uh, information out there, and you, know, you can follow it up, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, it, it's there. There's another weird situation that uh, can occur too: uh, vaccine-induced narcolepsy, huh. which which means people fall asleep. Narcolepsy: you fall asleep uh, while you're talking to somebody, or in the middle of the daytime, or like what I'm here now, just <clears throat> go to sleep due to the flu uh, vaccine. That's uh, wow. an odd result, but it's been reported. So well, let, you have to let's just talk. Let's talk about what 
allopathic medicine is recommending for the flu and what happened with our government for a while. Then we'll have uh, the, our pharmacist uh, consultant come in, and then we'll have Dr. Jerry talk about some natural treatments for the flu. But, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I guess maybe you read that uh, our government wanted to keep us safe from a global flu epidemic, and they spent billions of our tax dollars to stockpile something called Tamiflu. Do you remember that, Dr. Dan? Oh, yo, sure, Tam- yeah, Tamiflu, right, exactly. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now, it doesn't work, and it's dangerous. But that detail didn't stop our government, right? Nope. So they and since then they've approved two cheaper generic versions, and just one last month. Of course, what that will do is put this risky dud drug in the hands and mouse have even more people, including babies as young as two weeks old, ladies and gentlemen. Please be careful. While the FDA acts as if it's extending Tamiflu's reach to help even more people, the truth of the matter is that this whole story is more like a fairy tale. But it doesn't have a a fairy tale ending. It doesn't have a happy ending. The pumpkin spice lattes are here, right? That means you're going to start seeing Tamiflu commercials over and over, and doctors will start handing out prescriptions like Halloween candy, just like we start seeing all the flu uh, commercials. But that's a practice that you should uh, that should have come to a screeching halt about uh, three years ago when British researchers finally got their hands on some secret data that Roche, which makes the brand name version of that one that's called Tamiflu, they hid away in the vault. After years, after experts in the highly respected Cochrane Review, uh, that's something in medicine that we, we, we put a lot of faith in, the Cochrane Review, because they review all the studies that are out on a specific subject and come up with a conclusion. Well, the Cochrane Review panel examined those formerly hidden Tamiflu studies, and when they did, it became very clear why they were socked away. They discovered that there is no credible way this drug could prevent a pandemic and all that cash spent to buy it up and stockpile it. Well, a lead investigator for the review called it money sim- simply, quote, I'll quote this now, thrown down the drain. How many times have we heard that, that, that phrase associated with our government? Oh, yeah. Pandemics aside, ladies and gentlemen, what about your typical flu virus? that we're advised to run out and get Tamiflu for as soon as you have the slightest symptoms. I'm going to tell you, it doesn't work. As for the drug's biggest selling point, that it will prevent high-risk patients from being hospitalized with flu complication, uh, you might as well go out and get Monopoly money. That's that's about as real as that (laughs) statement is. Which brings me back to this FDI and Tamiflu. Not only did the agency just give the green light to another Tamiflu generic, but a spokesman said this version is of particular importance as many patients who can't swallow tablets, get this, here it comes, including infants just a few weeks old will be able to take it. Thank you so much, FDA. Thank you for nothing. Of course, it would be bad enough if we were simply throwing our hard-earned money at something that doesn't work, but while Tamiflu benefits are slim to none, its side effects you're not going to, you don't hear about them. But, ladies and gentlemen, they're quite robust. I'm talking about nausea, vomiting, headache, and pain. Wouldn't you say they're like flu symptoms, wouldn't you? 
Then there are serious skin reactions that can include horrible blistering and peeling along with delirium, hallucinations, abnormal behavior, and some can result in fatal outcomes. It's in the package insert, ladies and gentlemen. That's a whole lot of risk for perhaps shortening your bout with flu by maybe a half a day. Are you going to mm. risk dying for maybe shortening the flu by a half a day? Okay, well, don't come down with the flu in the first place. I guess that's the best thing. And, you, again, please keep your immune system strong. Load up on probiotics, zinc, vitamin C, along with uh, immune-enhancing foods, and I call coconut oil and raw honey, local raw honey, I should add. But as far as Tamiflu goes, don't be tempted to give it a try. Don't, no matter how often those commercials start playing. I mean, that, that, that's my takeaway on Tamiflu, Dan. Uh, it's, it's just, it's just uh, awful uh, that uh, what we're doing. Uh, we new situation. Die, die, die from the side effects uh, from the from the treatment. It's, the treatment will the, the treatment will kill you more than the disease itself. Right. That's so not we good. talked about yeah the flu vaccine does not protect you against the flu. There's problems with it, um, and there are ways to to prevent uh, the getting the flu by keeping a healthy immune system and using local raw honey. Uh, and, and some good natural, not synthetic vitamins. Uh, with that being said, Dr. Dan, I think Dr. Jerry has finally finished up with his patients. He's uh, stamping out disease in, in Pennsylvania, and uh, let's see if this is him. Is that you, no. Dr. Jerry? Yeah, it's me. I was waiting in line to get my flu shot. What's the matter with you? I, oh, I was well, late. Well, I, hope you, I, hope you, I hope you went to Walgreens and got it free. I get, not only did I get free, I got 20% off all my purchases. <laughs> and today's and senior a day at Walgreens. Such a uh, deal. Dan, we've talked about uh, uh, the flu and the vaccine and uh, Tamiflu and how worthless it is. Uh, we're waiting for uh, Joe Catalano uh, to call in. I just have to check here and see what his number is so I know what, what to look for. Uh, and then, I'm, then I know you prepared a lot of material. That's and, uh, okay. I want you know, to... Yeah, what's frustrating is the the flu shots have high levels of ethyl mercury, uh, thimerosal. They can take it out of the regular vaccines or reduce it, but the flu shots have high levels of thimerosal. It, and and you're talking about brain damage, dementia, seizures, and other potential health problems. Now, not really. It's a neurotoxin. The mercury. Yeah, we and, talked. We did, did talk a little yeah. bit about that, and we talked about squalene. Uh, but uh, Dr. Jerry, let's let's. Let, it was your idea, so I'm going to blame. I'm going to keep you to it. You uh, you said, why don't we have a, uh, our pharmacist friend uh, Great, Joe talk on. about go go gone and reviewing people's medication. So okay. he was kind enough. I see he did call in. So is that you, Joe? Yes, it is. Joe, good afternoon. Welcome to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. You have Dr. Jerry uh, on and Dr. Dan on. And uh, Dr. Jerry last week, in response to someone's question or his own mind, said, yeah, we've got to have that pharmacist on to talk about uh, reviewing our uh, listeners' medication. Maybe the, the, if they don't go, they don't have their own pharmacist. Maybe they have somebody like you that could do it by email or phone. And, and that's why we asked you to come on. 
Well, absolutely. Um, we have a, a great talk today about what we have to offer at Apotheca 360, which is the pharmacy that I run. Um, we're located in Fort Myers, Florida, and I'll provide information on how to reach us later later on in um, the talk. But um, Apotheca 360, in collaboration with Dr. Don Thibodeau, a pharmacist and founder of um, a company called Pill Help, um, we're working together to provide patients with what is commonly known as, and many people may have heard, MTM, or Medication Therapy Management. Um, what we like to call it is, is medication consults. Um, a lot of people are on uh, many medications um, with uh, sometimes really nobody monitoring uh, for drug interactions, um, for um, different types of reactions that these medications could cause. So I want everyone to think about their current situation right now and who do they have on their healthcare team. And many people, you know, may not really have anybody that can provide the services um, that Pill Health and um, myself and Dr. Um, Don Thibodeau can provide. Um, think about this. Is, is there anyone on your healthcare team that has a list of all of your medications, all of your products, including OTC, herbal products, um, and sometimes even samples given um, from the doctor's office. Uh, can anyone on your team provide you with one to one and a half hours of their time to review your medications? Um, do they have the resources to connect your providers? There's not very many people out there that are seen by just one doctor and all of their um, information is contained with one doctor. There's numerous physicians involved sometimes numerous pharmacies. And then again, is there anyone on your team that can save you money? Um, with Pill Help, we, we offer um, medication consultation. Uh, we offer it directly in the pharmacy. We have a consulting room. So um, our local customers and, and visitors to the pharmacy can sit down and um, have a talk. Um, what we do is we offer a first consult which usually lasts between an hour to an hour and a half. During this consult, we want to create a complete history. So basically your full medical story that um, we can help you build. Um, and there's a few things that we, we sort of focus on. We want to know your disease states. We want to know how you currently feel. But our primary focus is going to be on your medications. Again, um, which include those prescribed by your physicians, any OTC or herbal products, and then sometimes samples. Um, in that consultation, we will also uh, get a list of all of your, um, your doctors and provide resources to help you take care of yourself better. Um, and we could do this uh, and potentially save you money. Um, well, that, that, that is well, great, uh, Joe. And can you do this? Uh, do you do this in person, or can you do it also uh, uh, over the Internet? Well, it could, be done, it could be done both ways. Like I said, you know, our local customers and patients come in and sit down and have their consultations. Um, but we have uh, put together um, a system that would allow us to do this either over the phone or over the Internet through FaceTime and Skype. 
And most wow. people are very comfortable and have access to, e- you know, to either of those services. Um, so you can actually sit and talk face-to-face um, with the pharmacist that is going to be reviewing your medications. Well, I think, Jerry, that was, that's what, what your, your, your main question was, Absolutely, right? because, you know, it, it's a crapshoot. You go out there and one doctor throws one medication at you, you go to another doctor, no one's coordinating it. And, and the spin-offs from the toxins from the two drugs can actually be worse than the individual drugs by themselves. I mean, people can die from this stuff. Absolutely. So, you know, just, just to reiterate, you know, we, um, we're going to be looking for, um, you know, um, multiple medications or duplicate therapy. We'll look for um, drug-drug interactions. We'll look for um, any, any side effects that some of these products um, may provide. Um, in doing that, you know, we put together, um, we put together a, a document called uh, Talking Points. And um, these talking points um, will basically summarize your full medical history. And then you take that with you. What, what we provide you isn't, isn't kept a secret. We want you to di- disseminate this information to your, your physicians, your, um, your pharmacists, and anyone else that is um, in touch with your, with your medic- medical care. Um, this puts um, this puts the, a lot of information in their hands, which could, you know, help prevent some of these side effects or drug drug in, drug, drug interactions from the very beginning. Um, and this you know, to me, this, uh, Joe, would also serve someone well to have on their refrigerator in case they ever had a nine one one call, where the EMTs could go just to the refrigerator and get the list of medications. Uh, that would really be a, a lifesaver, I would think. You know, and Absolutely. another big factor too, Joe, is you know if a physician or physician's assistant inadvertently uh, gives the wrong dosage on a drug. Uh-huh. I mean, these are things that you can pick up and and you know alert them to it. Oh, definitely. You know, and you know we're not saying that what we do is better than than anything that your current pharmacist is doing. Uh, I'm a pharmacist myself, and we go through you know there's numerous processes. Um, that we provide to make sure that we are dispensing the right product, um, that the strength is within normal um, range, that um, to minimize uh, and look for drug-drug interactions and things like that. Every pharmacist is doing that. You know, but like I mentioned earlier, um, this is for someone, and I just want to let you know, like, who can benefit from this? Well, Don and I are talking, and we came, re- we came down to really one answer, and that is, any patient with questions um, can benefit, whether you're on one medication or you're on numerous medications. Um, I'll, I'll give you a quick list in case, you, you know, a lot of people like to feel like they fit into some type of category or group, but um, the baby boomers and baby boomers with patients are our most, most active customers. Uh, they're on a lot of medications. Um, they have multiple doctors. Um, and... Um, having somebody, uh, you know, sit down, um, focus on the the individual patient, their complete history, having a complete list, a review of um, all the medications and any potential side effects and things like that is is something that um, is really invaluable. And you know, I don't want this to come across as um, that we we can save people enough money that 
it pays for their um, their treatment with us and their, their consultation with us. But what we have found over time, um, most patients, all patients, seem to be very, very happy with the type of care that we're giving and the information that we're providing. But many have found that um, because of the scrutiny that we put their uh, medications through, sometimes we're able to switch out a medication from an expensive brand name product to a possible less expensive generic. Um, maybe there's areas of duplicate um, therapy that we could eliminate, um, again, to save you money. So you have to realize that um, there's a lot of benefits to be had. And really what I like, too, is I think that a lot of people really want to take control of their own health care. And by having this consultation and sitting down with a professional, and you'll always have a professional pharmacist to talk to, um, it, it gives them the necessary resources to take control of their own health care and to be in charge and to make sure that the people that are taking care of them have all the necessary information to do it in an appropriate and effective um, way. So, Joe, why don't, don't you, you – uh, yeah. I'm sorry, Joe. Let, let him, let, why don't we get the, uh, his main phone number and, and email address and then ask him your question. Oh, absolutely. Um, the main phone number, that will get you directly to the pharmacy. And I'm here every day. I work 830 to 530, so you can ask for me, Joseph Catalano. And it's 239-690-7700. Um, just to let you know, so when you call in, um, Don Thibodeau, uh, the pharmacist I'm working with, and uh, the doctor of pharmacy, um, we, we tend to be working um, more on appointments. So when you call in, um, I will gather information and um, provide that information to Don, who will reach out to you, and to set up an appointment. Now, the initial call, let me, let me just make sure I say this correctly. To call in to see if, if pill health is something that would benefit you is free. The charge comes in when, you know, we actually have to put together and, and, and do the research and the work to provide you with um, that talking points um, information that you can um, have for yourself and for your doctors. And so the initial consult, most people um, are going to be um, seen or talked to for one to one and a half hours, and that ranges in price from 95 to $105. But now what you have to realize is, is that that initial investment really gives you um, ongoing consultation throughout the year. And it becomes less expensive over time because, again, you, you'll be charged when we have to do a workup and when we have to sort of uh, do some research and put together um, another talking point for you. Um, but like I said, I feel it's an invaluable service. Um, and, you know, many people are finding that with, with some of the savings they get by reduced medications and, and pill burden, it, it helps to pay for a lot of this, and uh, it's just a great opportunity for people to get into. Now, Joe, I have a quick question for you. Is it within your scope 
of licensure to make a recommendation to a, a patient, for example, or a client, wherever you want to classify them. For example, someone comes in with depression, anxiety, and they want to, you know, right away throw them on Zoloft or, you know, these other SSRR drugs. Uh, is it within your realm to say, geez, have you looked into, let's say, uh, thyroid issues or uh, allergy issues, you know, to to try to avert taking a medication that they're going to get hooked on and it's not really solving the problem? Right. Well, you know, um, we are able to offer consultation on a number of different medications and disease states, uh, but we're not in we're not in a position to prescribe. Um, in that case, then we would then, you know, forward them either to their doctor um, or to, you know, another, a doctor that, you know, we may know in the area uh, that could help them with that. Um, really what we do is, you know, we, we're trying not to diagnose, um, but what we'll do is we, we want to look at what people are already on. And then, you know, the major part, one of the major parts of that consultation is to ask people how they feel. You know, um, if, if someone is constantly complaining of chronic headaches or constipation or um, a cough, um, constant cough, things like that, those help us to sort of narrow down potential problems with medications um, that then we can put together a recommendation uh, to the doctor and to bring that situation uh, to light and then a recommendation. Um, and then uh, it's up to the doctor to determine um, what the next step should be. Um, what we're finding is most, if not almost all physicians, are very open to um, the pharmacist putting together a, uh, a recommendation or uh, bringing to light a, a situation that, a, a, you know, a patient may be going through and, and reviewing that. There are some, though, that um, don't think it, as a, as a great service, and we, sometimes we may get, um, we may not get the results that we're looking for. But um, you know, um, ba- basically, what we do too is, you know, we do provide that um, that connection because we're going to help. Not only will the patient be able to help link all of the, all of his caregivers, but we're able to do that too. And we we can do that either through a phone call or through a professional fax that we put together that. Um, uh, you know, elaborates on, you know, the conversation and, you know, how we came to this, this determination and what our recommendation um, for that is. And if you agree, um, you know, would, would you be willing to make those changes? All right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, time, you've been listening ahead. to uh, Joe Catalano of Apothecare 360, and uh, he has a service uh, for, let's say, $100 to keep it simple to review all of your medications and your medical history and put it into a report form. Uh, His main phone number is area code 239-690-7700. And he does offer uh, FaceTime and Skype consultation. So uh, this, if this is something, if you're seeing multiple physicians and everyone's writing a different prescription and maybe you're getting your prescriptions filled at different pharmacies, which is a mistake really, uh, this might be a service uh, that you could take advantage of. Is Joe, right, I have Joe? a question for you, Go ahead, Joe. Danny. Yes. Um, you also review the over-the-counter drugs that they're taking, are you not? 
Oh, we do. See, that, that's, what's, that's what's different. You've know, you, you got to realize that even, even in my pharmacy, as a pharmacist taking care of, of a patient, even I don't have full access to absolutely everything that a patient is on. Um, right. Where, you know, this, because um, it's just, it, it's a lot of it, and I hate, and I hate to, say, you know, put out an excuse, but it's the amount of time that you have to sit down with people. We try to put together the best possible um, and, and complete patient information when they come into the pharmacy, but due to time and space, you know, that we don't list everything. And, then, and a lot of times, too, because we want to we educate people, too, that, you know, there's certain um, products that are good for you, you know, pharmaceutical-grade supplements. You know, they help us in so many ways. But those can also lead into potential problems with your prescription medications. A lot right. of people don't, don't really relate the two to being an issue with each other. I'll, I'll just put one out real uh-huh. quick. It's, a, it's an herbal product called St. John's Wort. Um, it, you know, it, many people take it, but because of the way that it's, it's broken down in the body through the pathway, so many medications that people are on are broken down by that same pathway. So you can lead into higher blood levels of medications that um, could lead to potential um, drug-drug interactions and side effects. And that's just a simple herbal product available at any pharmacy. And, um, um, but it's an example of something that could potentially cause a lot of problems with your prescription medications. Right. Okay, got it. All right. Well, Joe, uh, I really appreciate you coming on, and we're going to have more of this because uh, of the multi-pharmacy, uh, the polypharmacy that, that's going on and that I see here uh, every day of my life. Uh, but one, once again, uh, Joe Catalano, Apothecare 360-239-690-7700, located in Fort Myers. But if you give him a call... You might be able to make other arrangements, either an Internet consultation or a phone consultation with him. He'd be glad to talk to you, I'm sure, and see if you're a candidate for his service. Uh, also, Jerry, do you have any questions? Yeah, yeah, I have yeah, a, um, yeah. Go ahead. Basically, are there any standard software programs out there? For example, if someone is taking St. John's Wort and they're taking Coumadin, let's say, for example, that if you plug in the herb and, and the medication, it'll come up with, you know, warnings. Yeah, there, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of different, um, you know, books or now a lot of it is, is is a software type that you can have monthly services for to help with drug interactions. Um, I didn't get into it at this point because I wanted to present pill help uh, for what it for what it is and for what it can do for the patients, but part of um, which we may be able to come on later to help out with, um, you know, possible uh, pharmacists and pharmacies that may be uh, looking into doing this is um, looking at our um, program, how we're putting things together. But Don is also very active and has put together software of his own that we're looking to, to sort of put out into the community for other pharmacists uh, to use for, for this purpose. Um, so I'm hoping within the next few months we'll have um, that software um, up, up to its fullest potential. 
Um, it, it, it works great now. It's a system we're using, but we're looking to sort of broaden, broaden its uh, availability in the future. Yeah, it would be a great service. You could have like a little kiosk in the store uh, to, yep. to alleviate some of the, you know, the time uh, people can go operate the software program on an independent little computer system there and get answers. Yeah, definitely. You know, I hadn't even thought of that, but um, yeah, that's absolutely something that um, could be helpful to a lot of people. Yeah, because trust me, I think once the word gets out, you're going to be up to your eyeballs in in people wanting to sort out all their medications. And, um, you know, it's like anything else. A lot of things can be automated um, and make life easier and, and less expensive for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think that the price that we're offering this at is, uh, I mean, it's an investment in yourself. I mean, you know, um, look at, you know, look at the dollars and five dollars we spend on a daily basis for other things uh, that may not be helping us um, in a helpful way. Um, this is just an amazing opportunity to to have so much information and to put a complete picture of who you are medically um, in one spot for, for you to, to use and for anyone who is part of your healthcare team to use. Well, I look at it as an insurance policy that you don't have to die to collect. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, that's real real health insurance. I agree. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, Joe, Joe, thank you so much. And we, we, we have to continue this discussion and, and, and just continue to bring this information out. So I do, do hope you can keep coming back on this. This is great. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And Doc, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna um, put out our, our, our website. We it's apothecare360.com. Um, look onto our website. You can check out other services uh, that we do provide. I know many of you are in other states, um, Canada, and uh, even um, some callers in Europe. I was told, um, but still, it's 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 nice to get a, uh, an idea of of who you're dealing with, where we are putting ourselves. Um, trying to put ourselves ahead of the competition as far as, you know, what we offer, the quality um, of the product we offer, and um, just giving people, um, you know, the, the, the care that they, that they need and deserve. Joe, I'm going to just take a so, moment and spell that for our, our audience. A-P-O-T-H-I-C-A-R-E 360, apothecare360.com. Uh, right. So that's the, we're asking you to take a look at Joe's website, Joe Catalano, registered pharmacist, working with a PhD pharmacist, and uh, we'll go on from there. This is just a, a opening salvo to let you know there is a service available. If you're on multiple medications and you're not sure if one's interacting with the other and you start taking a new medication and you're getting brain fog or whatever, it might be time to have your medication reviewed. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate you coming uh, on today. Oh, it's a pleasure, and um, yeah, keep me in mind whenever you need a pharmacist. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Joe Catalano of Apothecare 360, and I, I know that uh, Dr. Jerry has been uh, came in a little late, but, uh, you know, it's hard to keep a racehorse down. I know he still has a lot to 
give you information on the flu as, as we started this program. So we're not going to quit early today. We're going to go as long as it takes to uh, get some of this information out. Uh, just so you know, uh, Dr. Jerry, we did talk about the flu vaccine. We talked about how ineffective it was, and the more you get it, the less it works. Uh, we talked about the side effects, including paralysis, Guillain-Barre, and so forth. We talked about Tamiflu and the side effects of that horrible drug, and now with the new liquid form that they're even saying you can give to babies. Uh, so with that, you had tons of material on the flu, and uh, you know we, we our, our audience has to make up their own uh, mind. They have to be in charge of their own body. But why, why, why don't you hit them with uh, some of the uh, the incipients, the stuff that's in this vaccine? Ugh. Well, this is. Uh, put out there that think about it when is the flu season <clears throat> it really starts between halloween and new year's when's the biggest period that people take high you know volumes of sugar and alcohol and processed foods halloween to new year's so you know back in 1948 harold lee snow did a study and he showed like eating a four ounce candy bar okay which a lot of you know white sugar in there will lower your calcium levels for six days what do you think uh, canners put calcium chloride in their in their foods? Of course, it's bactericidal. It keeps the bacteria under control. So one of the problems is when you lower your calcium level by eating all this sh- sugar and alcohol and processed foods, you know, you're lowering your calcium, which then lowers your defense mechanism. So you know, prevention gets to be number one. Reduce the toxic intake of these processed foods, especially sugar, and, you know, avoid, um, you know, stressful situations. You know, most people don't realize that not getting enough sleep, for example, uh, lowers your body's ability to to kick out viruses from the cells. You know, not drinking enough fluids. So when you're underhydrated or dehydrated, the viruses go hog wild in the cells. In a hydrated cell, they can't multiply and get out of control. So these are just simple little things that you can do on a daily basis that doesn't cost you anything and takes, you know, tiny bit of time, but it's it's certainly worth the benefits. Um, you know, again, good antioxidants, but food-based. You know, don't get sold on the deal, whoa, this is, you know, $2 cheaper at, at this vitamin store. But, yeah, it's synthetic or ground-up rocks. You know, uh, calcium sulfate, for example, it's gypsum. You know, it's cheap. Yeah, because it's ground up, you know, chemicals. Uh, Magnesium oxide, again, ground up rocks. You know, iron sulfate, which will constipate you. It's synthetic. You want to get food-bound nutrients the way it appears in nature. And you're going to get more bang for your buck. It may cost you a little bit more money, but you're going to get a positive effect um, you know, so vitamin C, you know, I I recommend it with my patients. It's derived from gooseberry. It's called AMLA, A-M-L-A, AMLA C. Gooseberry, it's a food. It's loaded with vitamin C, but it's not just ascorbic acid. It has all the other components like hesperidin, rutin, bioflavonoids, and tyrosinase, which is the organic form of copper that actually makes it work. You know, good turmeric, you know, it's a good spice, but it helps deliver, clean out toxins. 
you know, vitamin A from beef lipid source, not the vitamin A from fish. Now, the only company that I know of is Standard Process, and they have a product called Cataplex A. It's from beef lipids. That thing really works. It'll lower your cholesterol, but it'll also help your um, your membranes to repair so that these viruses can penetrate. So it's helping that frontline defense mechanism, you know, lipoic acid. It's wonderful because it helps to regenerate vitamin C and vitamin E and, um, you know, other nutrients. Um, there's different types of vitamin E. If you're getting muscle spasms, you know, the vitamin E from green peas, Standard Process puts a product out called Cataplex E. If you're having hormone imbalances, then you need wheat germ oil, which has the fat-soluble vitamin E. So it depends on what your needs are. depends on the source that you have to go after. Glutathione. Most people are deficient in glutathione. Well, eat avocados. They're loaded with glutathione, and it helps the liver to process the chemicals and the viruses that are going through it. CoQ10, it's in, in all living food. So again, if you're eating more raw, good quality salads, you're getting CoQ10. Quercetin, it's in apples. Quercetin is a, a natural anti-inflammatory. Um, it helps the mitochondria. You know, the, the latest mantra is a mitochondrial disease. Well, quercetin helps restore mitochondrial function and increase number of mitochondria. And multi-minerals, you know, I, I advocate pure synergy. It's 60 different organic and wild-crafted herbs, grasses, mushrooms to boost your immune system. You know, it, you couldn't afford to go to the market and buy all the contents that's in this one 12-and-a-half-ounce jar of freeze-dried uh, Wonderman, I call it. It's all natural. And it gives the body the raw materials that it needs to repair. Uh, you know, again, food. Think of food. Food-based, not synthetic fractionated vitamins. Uh, so basically, um, from my perspective, simple avoidance of toxins and putting in Sunoco racing fuel in your tank, um, you're going to, you know, go through the so-called flu season uh, un undamaged. And you won't need, you know, these toxic, uh, you know, chemicals that they're injecting you. And, you know, my whole gripe is where's the FTC when you need them? You know, if a vitamin company puts out a label and, and makes, a, a, you know, a claim, you know, the FTC can hang them. You know, the, what was that one um, years ago, the flu, I think it was. Uh, a child they went the same. Right, even tryptophan, they, they took it off the market. Yeah, but the, yeah. there was there was one, uh, I can't remember the, the commercial name, but they got nailed with a $32 million um, uh, penalty by the FTC because they said it can uh, cure uh, flu or something. I mean, this is the craziness. But a drug company can kill you know, 25,000 people in two weeks and say, oh, we've got to take it under advisement. Yeah, exactly right, exactly right. It, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and please, uh, I, the, you can go to the CDC website. This is the Guillain Barre that we're talking about. That's really serious. Uh, uh, my son's neighbor went in for a checkup, got a flu shot, and now he's in a wheelchair. Huh. And I can almost guarantee you it's probably the thimerosal because it's a neurotoxin. And like I said, it's present in the higher quantities in the flu shot versus the regular vaccines. And it attacks incredible? the nervous system. Yeah. Dr. Jerry, do you realize there are 80 to 160 cases of this every week, up to 8,000 cases a year? 
But you don't hear it on I mean, eleven o'clock news. You don't hear it any place but here. You know, they, I mean, because we're looking at the CDC website. In fact, I have a list of vaccine settlements. Flu vaccine case number ten. I can give you a hundred thousand dollars. Flu vaccine settled for one hundred forty thousand. Influenza vaccine one twenty five. Influenza vaccine. It's on the CDC website, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, flu vaccine. Guillain-Barre syndrome one hundred thousand dollars. The vaccine court is settling, spending a lot of our tax-earned dollars for a vaccine, especially elderly people, that doesn't work. Here's one here, case number 07290V, $895,000. Now, what I don't understand, Dr. Ron, maybe I'm stupid, but the CDC is a private corporation. It's not a government agency, but yet they're paying these people off with our tax dollars? Yeah, and and most people don't realize they're they're they mainly sell vaccines. They buy vaccines. Absolutely, they're private. They're private enterprise. That has nothing to do with the government. That's so I, I don't understand the logic behind that. The taxpayers paying for their their misdeeds. Well, you you know about all the lobbyists. You know what they do. They earn their money, and uh, they make sure the drug companies don't get sued directly. They they are protected. Well, you know, when you think about it, what's a hundred thousand dollars or eight hundred thousand? It's a drop in a bucket when yeah. you know you look at just the vaccine uh, industry. It's like three billion, three hundred million dollars. So what the heck's a hundred thousand dollars to them? It's chump change. Ron, did you say there were eight thousand cases of Guillain-Barre syndrome a year? Whoa! Yeah, that's from the CDC website. That's a lot. I, yep. That is a lot yeah, of yeah, GB. I, I, it's incredible. And if you read uh, this, the work by Dr. Suzanne Humphreys, I mean, you'll just, you'll, you'll just go crazy. You'll need duct tape on your head because it just blows your mind, blows your mind away. Yeah, with some of the other little uh, interesting facts that I kind of dug up, I don't know if you had a chance to speak about them, but people think that wearing a surgical mask is going to protect oh. spreading it. That's nonsense. Surgical masks are not designed to protect the wearer from con- uh, contracting the flu virus. It, it's not going to uh, block it. So, you know, again, it's, yeah, it's uh, all mind The other way around, right? It's, it should work the other way around. Right. It should keep but, the person uh, wearing the mask germs to themselves. Right, keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, the flu virus can live on your skin for only five minutes, but it can survive on a on paper dollar for up to 17 days. Oh. Little trivia right. facts about the flu. The viruses mutate more in one day than humans have in millions of years. So which drives you to the conclusion yeah. that how in the world – can they make a vaccine for a flu six months before it it hits, unless yeah. they're spreading it? I mean, how, it, it mutates so damn rapidly that the original virus it disappears. There's no trace of it because it mutates so damn much. I mean, it's yeah, not. One, it's like going to Las you know, Vegas and shooting crap. Once in a while you win, and once in a while they get may get one virus that is present that year, but that hardly ever happens. Well, you know how they select the viruses? I, you know, I, this flipped me out. The uh, World Health Organization, the FDA, and the CDC, 
they basically, it's like going to a Chinese restaurant. They take one virus from column A, and they take another virus from column B, and I say, maybe this will be the ones. Honest to God. I'll have a number 23. <laughs> but hold the, the soy sauce. <laughs> and the MSG. What well, does that tell you? If when you? When you handle cash, if it stays alive for 17 days, wash your hands or use Purell or do some kind Absolutely. of antibacterial uh, soap or something to to clean your hands. Am I right on that? Yeah, when you handle Absolutely. money, don't pick your nose. Yeah. I mean, it goes <laughs> Not back me. to what Pastor, Pastor said in the beginning. Wash your hands, ladies and gentlemen. That's, hey. that's probably the one most important thing you can do during this quote-unquote flu season. This flu season, like Dr. Jerry said, is when we have a high consumption of sugar. But it's also when we're running around for the holidays or drinking more than we usually drink. Uh, and so stressed out. Of, I mean, just stressed yeah, and out. Stress. Yeah, it's just a poor immune. It really, your immune system's doing everything it can to, to keep up. So, uh, yeah. and, and the other wild thing is, I think I mentioned on a previous show about uh, the research that uh, Judy Mikovits, a PhD, um, you know, back in 1990, she and about 20 other PhD researchers discovered that when they were growing these uh, flu vaccines and other vaccines on these chicken embryos, inadvertently they were picking up retroviruses from the chickens that they didn't even know existed, and and people were coming down with all kinds of uh, major illnesses, you know, autism and um, arthritis and other complications. And and then the FDA knew about it, the CDC knew about it, and they purposely kept their mouth shut because they, they knew that if the public would have this knowledge, they'd get spooked and they wouldn't get their, their vaccines. So what did they do to her? Did they give her a, a Nobel Prize for finding that? Oh, absolutely. They They threw her in jail without accusing her of anything, and they bankrupted her. You can. She wrote a book called Plague, and I started to read it, and the tears were coming to my eyes. When you have people that are dedicated and trying to help humanity, and and this is the the reward that they get. I mean, what kind of message does that sell? Uh, send out to the young people. I mean, it's despicable. You got Dr. Thompson who blew the whistle on the MMR vaccine. You got Judy Mikovits who uh, yeah, talked about and, the, the retro viruses. Yeah, he, yeah, he said he wasn't against vaccines. He just said don't right. clump them together because the aluminum content of all three, you know, it far exceeds the EPA allowable uh, levels, and that's what was killing the people. And he was vindicated later on because there were I forget, I can't remember how many um, uh, studies that replicated his twenty-eight replicated studies. Twenty-eight was replicated. Yeah. And and he all he did they told him to 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 bury the the research that was the crime. Well, the guy from the CDC. He saw the research and they told him to bury yeah. it. Well, they they tried to do a character assassination on him, um, basically to retract. I think they had the Lancet <clears throat> force them to retract his article. You know, exactly and, and right. they had a statement. Your memory's correct. Yeah. Well, Crazy ladies and gentlemen, I mean, this is something that I hope you learned today about the flu vaccine and your local Walmart or Sears and Roebuck or wherever they want to give it to you. Think about it. Think about what we said today. Check us out. Do some do some of your own research. And, and I, I will t- tell you something that will open up our program next week about. It's called WorstPills.org. WorstPills.org. I'll tell you about how these 
pharmaceutical companies get drugs onto the market, and then uh, then the people that take them are actually doing the research for them. Uh, WorstPills.org. You might want to check that out before next week, and we'll talk about the big pharma lies and and cheats. Um, and then Dr. Jerry reminded me, and I have not forgotten, ladies and gentlemen, that Dr. Bennett Amalu has told us he would come on to the program. Uh, but because of Hurricane Irma here in Southwest Florida, because uh, no Internet, no electricity, no phone service, I have not uh, taken advantage of his kind uh, kindness to be on the program. And, you know, he just uh, made uh, headlines again with O.J. Simpson. He, he's convinced that O.J. has uh, CTE, cumulative trauma encephalopathy. But we will have him. And uh, October seems to be pretty much booked up, so we'll pl- plan that for November. Hopefully next week at the program I'll, I'll have a day for Dr. Almalo. And then we'll follow that up with uh, Dr. Jerry. Jerry. Dr. Jerry has done some great work with concussions. And he also, uh, we had uh, uh, Jan- uh, Janet, uh, what's her name? have her yeah. back on. And just talk about uh, about Brain that damage, with, uh, yeah. Yeah, brain damage. So we'll do two, two back-to-back programs on that. And, uh, you know, Dr. Jerry, one, he, he has some good ideas about calling it a, uh, uh, another seminar, Jerry. What do you want to call it? Uh, basically, yeah, we can call it the concussion summit, uh, you know, discussing, you know, pertinent uh, issues. Uh, in fact, the patient that I reversed, he had 21 and a half years of concussion. He, I spoke to him uh, today, and he, he said he will come on and tell you his story about concussion because it, it's, it brings tears to your eyes. This guy, 21 and a half years, w- was almost destroyed his quality of life, and one cranial adjustment flipped him around. And, uh, you know, he's telling all his friends and everybody. In fact, he's sending um, a, a very well-known person to me tomorrow that's coming in uh, because he's been chronic pain for years. But the key in the equation is you have to start thinking. You have to start looking for causative agents. And, and this is not being done today. You know, everyone, even with vitamins or herbs or homeopathics, they're still treating symptoms. Their testing technique is obsolete, it's antiquated, uh, and it's not designed to uncover what the heck is really the underlying problem. Now, give an example. I think I sent you, Dr. Ron, that video testimonial five years ago had a woman referred to me with severe sciatic pain that did not respond to any type of treatment, and I adjusted her cranium and rebalanced it one time, one time. She said, and she was in with her daughter. She brought her daughter because she had multiple medical issues. She, The sciatic pain totally disappeared as soon as she got up off my chair and has not returned in five years from one adjustment. That blew my circuits. It should. It should blow everybody's. And we have to get this information out to you. And we will, ladies and gentlemen. But as I'm looking at the clock, we are yep. way over our time, and I want to make sure this this uh, program uh, is reproducible. Uh, in other words, makes one of our podcasting uh, platforms like iTunes, and if we go too much longer, they'll reject us. So I want to make sure that this stays on here. Uh, I want to ask a question to my co-host. If a deaf person has to go to court, is it still called a hearing? <laughs> 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 I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I, the last one I 
want to leave you with, ladies and gentlemen, is, is a, a, a person told me that they used to eat a lot of natural foods until they learned that most people die of natural causes. So with that, <laughs> I'm going to uh, ask Dr. Jerry, Dr. Dan, to give us some parting words, and we will end today's program on the flu. I hope you learned something. Uh, DocRonRadio at gmail.com. Dr. Dr. Ron at Unfiltered, Uncensored on Facebook. Please give us a like. Uh, tell us what you think. Uh, topics for future shows. Dr. Joe Catalano, the pharmacist in Fort Myers, Apothecary 360. We'll learn more about the uh, brown bag uh, and, and medication checkups. And uh, with that, Dr. Dan, what do you have for us? Well, I can't beat what you said. I mean, you were funny at the party, and you're really funny. I'm not going to mention what you did at the party. Between <laughs> us. Okay. But you were really funny now, but I'm going to be serious again. Not only do we have to try to help and pray for all the people who got hurt in Houston, in the hurricane here in Florida, Irma, and now we have Las Vegas. We and Maria, that Puerto Rico. Horrible yeah. thing. And whatever right. we could do to help out, because those things are not funny, and we can't make any jokes about those. But if you can do anything to help out somewhere along the way, whether you bring things to church like we've been doing or you donate money like it's coming up this week, whatever it is, we have to try to help out the rest of our country and the world, whatever we can do. Okay? Thank That's you. My, and before I go to you, Dr. To Jerry, I, I, I just want to tell our, our, our audience one thing. I, ha- I got an email today because I'm a life member of the American Academy of Family Practice, and the title of the email was, How to Talk Your Reluctant Patients into the Flu Shot. They have a whole script for the nurse's role, the physician's role, ask and tell, and how to overcome objections. And not one place in this whole resource is there anything about the contents of a flu vaccine. It's how to get to yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, you're being set up. Sorry about well, that. Just re- that's okay. I mean, just talk about intimidation. Um it was a shocking news report. It indicates that some daycare workers in Texas are now being forced to wear face masks and gloves throughout the duration of the flu season if they refuse to be injected with live viruses and mercury. So wow. the point is, what I want to drive home is don't be intimidated. Stand up for your rights because if you don't take a stand now, you're going to be uh, amongst the millions that you know going to be sent to an early grave. You know, Do your homework. See what the heck's going on and make an informed uh, decision. Just don't jump on the bandwagon and, and become sheeple and let the slaughter. That's my parting words. That's great. One, I mean, one that's, thing that's, I did forget is Puerto Rico. What? We got you. Shame. We got you covered. And, and right, the islands down there, St. Martin and so forth and so on. We we got to pray and try to, try to help those people down there. They are really hurt and bad. So Absolutely. that's all I can say. God bless you. God bless, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week on the radio at 4 p.m. We'll have some interesting topics that should be pertinent and information you're not going to get on the mainstream media or the mainstream press or from your physician, sorry to say, if he's an allopathic physician and, and been raised and educated by the pharmaceutical companies. Not that we don't need them, but we need to keep them honest. Okay, see you next week. Bye. Dr. Ron and Dr. Ron.
I've left the building.